and welcome back to another episode of CQP Moments. As always, I am your host, the Coupon Queen Ben. You know, I love 90 Day Fiance. I tell people all the time, it is my guilty pleasure on Sundays. And if you're following me on Twitter, you know I'm tweeting live about it. But what about those 90 Day Fiancés that don't make the cut? They don't make it on the show, and they're still after a K-1 visa. Well, we're going to talk about one of those situations. So, let's take a moment out, and I'll be right back. know like I said that I love 90 day fiance it is one of my guilty pleasures that train wreck that we cannot look away from we're like shielding our faces but looking through our eyes to see what's gonna happen with our favorite couples that we love to hate you know everything in the franchise from the other way 90 day happily ever after you know what I'm talking about and if you don't know what I'm talking about you either need to find out on Discovery Plus or TLC. But, oh my goodness, not only that, have I've also had on an immigration lawyer, Tamina Watson, who's been a recurring guest, and she talks about not only K-1 visas, but things that are going on with immigration and helping us navigate what's true and what's not so true with the 90 day franchise. So the other day I came across something that was really, really interesting on my Facebook feed. And I'm normally not a Dr. Phil fan. Like I'm, I, you've never heard me say, oh my gosh, I have to, this is what's going on on Dr. Phil. But on my Facebook feed came up this episode about what seems like a 90 day scammer. You know, someone that's really kind of just looking for that green card. So I said, hey, I love 90 Day. I love to see the things that are behind it. You know, not just the glamorous things, but those things that aren't so good looking with it. So I said, you know what? Normally, I don't watch it, but I'm going to DVR it and I'm going to watch it later. So I, of course, I set it to record so that I could watch it at my leisure. Now... The crazy part about this whole thing was in typical 90 day fashion, we see an older woman who happens to be 60 and she's looking at a young man from Nigeria who happens to be 22. So this woman, Sandy, who happens to be 60, is in love, I mean, in love with this 22-year-old whose name is Peter. And it's just crazy. She has two daughters. I know this kind of sounds like the Jenny and Samit thing, but no, this is really, 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 really happening and definitely not going so good on the American side. So... She has two daughters and grandchildren, and she's just been in love with Peter. Now, the crazy thing is they supposedly met in a Facebook group, a Facebook prayer group, and 
he says that he wasn't looking for love. You know, he was having a bad time in his life and she happened to be there and he decided to reach out to her and see what he could possibly say to her and speak to her, you know, that he wasn't necessarily initially looking for a relationship or looking for someone. He just wanted someone to talk to and he reached out to her. Now, I'm really a little bit perplexed as to if you're in a prayer group and you're looking for someone to talk to or to pray with you, why did it necessarily have to be her? You know, I mean, unless there was something about her that struck him, but it's usually that's not the way things go. I mean, there probably were some gentlemen in the group that he could have reached out and said, hey, you know, I'm really having a rough time. Can you talk to me? Can you pray with me? Something. But he reached out to her and she answered and they began to, you know, have this kind of back and forth dialogue where, you know, normally everything is very, very platonic, very, very, but in this case, it went from one thing led to another. That's the only way I can put it. One thing led to another and they became not only friends, but going to boyfriend, girlfriend status and later to an actual virtual cyber engagement. Now, the thing is, you would think that with what these two were saying, the way they were talking to each other, the way they were talking about each other, that they would have seen each other. These two had actually never physically met. She's never been to Nigeria at this point, and he has never been to America at this point, which, as you know, from talking to, these are one of the things that is a basis for the relationship being real is that there is some sort of not only back and forth correspondence, but pictures together, um, trips back and forth to prove that this is not just some sort of scam, that this is some sort, this is a real relationship. This is something that these two people are working on and there is a love, there is a bond there. So this is already not voting too well in their case, but the funny thing is, Sandy isn't the one that called Dr. Phil. It was her two daughters. And they're actually afraid of something that we hear on the 90 Day Franchise a lot is that their mother is being taken for a ride and Peter's just in it for the green card. So one of the things that they start finding out, because you know, if you've watched Dr. Phil, he definitely does do his research. I will give him that. He does do his research and he starts looking into not only her finances, but he starts looking into where Peter says that he's from in Nigeria. Now, if you are familiar with email, you know it is one of the things that has always been going on for years is the scam where people get into one's email. And I think the crazy part is Nigeria as a whole has tried to get away from that narrative, but it's not really working too well. It's not really working too well. And these two were afraid that their mother was being taken for a ride. 
So, like I said, they called into the show. Dr. Phil actually employs a gentleman by the name of TJ, or we know him as TJ, who is one of the investigators. He goes and he goes to different places in Nigeria and finds out different information, personal information. He's basically a private investigator, but locally there. So one of the things that he does tell Dr. Phil in the very beginning is where Peter says he is living, where he is staying is definitely not a place for tourists. It's not even really a place for locals. It's a very dangerous area. And he said he himself would not be there if he weren't working. So this already lets you know, uh, this looks like somebody that is trying to get out of their own situation, trying to make it so that they can have something better for themselves. <sighs> That's not good. That's already not good. And I'm saying to myself, Sandy, run. Sandy, just run. Because one, to me, the big age difference is already a problem for me. And he keeps contacting her to make sure that, you know, she does for him. She does for him. She does for him. Because one of the other things is, of course, she's sending him money. We hear it all the time. But she's not only sending him money, she's sending his family money. She's sending money to his aunt for rent and for food. She's even bought him a $1,700 phone. Like, and one thing is that Dr. Phil said, yes, phones over there are expensive. Now, the crazy part is phones over here are expensive as well. But why does she need to purchase his phone? He is a very able-bodied, amazing-looking young man who doesn't seem to have a problem being able to get a job or anything. But it's it gets deeper, guys. The rabbit hole goes a lot, lot deeper. Now, one of the things that I took apart was why is she sending money and why is she sending money to his family members? Because she could not send the money to him directly. The money always had to go through this aunt or whoever this person is because sometimes it's not really an aunt but this the money had to go through this particular person that he said was his aunt and the aunt wouldn't necessarily speak to her the aunt in fact at one point had blocked her when she started asking questions and he got back to her and said well I need you to send the money I need you to send the money right away to my aunt send the money, you know, and he's badgering her and hounding her and all of this stuff just for this money. Now, when Dr. Phil speaks to him and starts asking him about the money, he says, well, you know, she just wanted to send it to me. She wasn't, you know, I didn't ask her for anything. She just wanted to make sure that I ate and made sure that I had stuff and made sure that I had a good phone or, you know, and the, even his, job abilities came up and it was found out that this young man quit his job he didn't he didn't get fired or anything 
There was no problem. He actually quit his job and lied to the job. Now, not only did he quit, but they tried to get him back because what he told them was that he was going to be going to the university and he couldn't take on the hours that he had. So he was going to have to quit. When they found out that he wasn't in the university, his job actually offered him his position back and he said no. Now, what he tried to tell Dr. Phil was, hey, um, he had gotten sick and nobody knew, so he couldn't take on a job right then. So this is getting weirder and weirder and the story just keeps morphing into something really, really crazy. But he is spinning this tale. But then they find out that he has some woman that is known, he, he calls his sister, and they live together. Now, the funny thing is when they start to interview her, the first words out of her mouth are, I live with my parents. Then she says, well, my mother died, you know, 14 years ago. And it's like, well, how do you live with your parents, but your, your mother died? And it's, it, the story again, keeps spinning. It just keeps spinning and turning and changing and pivoting. And now the rabbit hole is going all wonky. We are not falling straight down. We're going upwards and downwards and every way and which way. So, but now we realize that this is not what what we were being told in the beginning. And the crazy part about all of this is they keep putting the camera on Sandy and Sandy's face is she is not moved by any of this. She is not moved by the fact that he quit his job. She's not moved by this fake sister. She is not moved by the concerns of her daughters. She's just sitting there with this stone, stoic face, not, you know, not making anything. And you can tell by her facial expression that she has made up her mind. She is going to Nigeria and she is marrying this man. And it's like, oh my goodness, this woman is being taken. Now, again, Dr. Phil does his research. Not only did he hire TJ, but the daughters actually started looking into their mother's financials. And one of the things that they start seeing is she says, oh yeah, I gave him about, about $5,000. No, she gave him more about $11,000. And this is really kind of without, and I know you're saying, you know, Queen Pen, you've always said that the 90 day, you know, the fiance, the K-1 visa actually costs about that much to start the paperwork. No, we're not just talking about paperwork for the K-1 visa. None of this is paying for an immigration lawyer. None of this is paying for documents to be filed and everything to be done. This is just her paying for his living over in Nigeria. Now, I don't know what the heck she's thinking because to me, it's like $10,000. She's emptying out her savings and going into her pension and all of this stuff to send this man 
money. And, you know, even when they get him on screen, because they were able to get him on screen and say to him, you know, hey, how are you? What's going on? So that they could get his his version of the story at the same time. And you would think that when someone sees someone that they care about or someone that they like or someone that they love, they're like excited. And he just goes, hey, hi. And Sandy is actually the first one to say, I love you. And he's like, I love you too. But there's no excitement. There's no like, oh my gosh, I get to see the person. There is none of that from him. And it's it's apparent, starting to become apparent, at least to me as a viewer, that this is really all a ruse. This is all an act. Now, one of the things that TJ did say was when he was interviewing Peter that his sister or, you know, fake sister was in the background pulling the strings. She even went as far as to make sure that she was positioned so she could signal him on what to and what not to say. So this is like... Oh my goodness, there is some puppet master, master plan going on and they have set Sandy as their mark. This is super crazy, super crazy. And again, the one thing that keeps getting me is Sandy is showing to be unmoved by all of this. None of this is making her say, hey, I'm having second thoughts. I hear what everybody is saying. No, none of it. Sandy is just like, I'm in love and I love this man and I know his sister and I know his aunt. No, no, she knows none of them. She hasn't met any, any, any of them. None, not one, not the sister, not the aunt, not Peter, no one. She's met none of them, but she is so determined. Now, the one thing they did do was they interviewed one of her grandkids and the granddaughter was really, really, you know, upset about this. And she's even gone as far as to say that her grandmother is discussing her sex life with her, which is something to me you wouldn't discuss with your children, let alone your grandchildren. She is just like super excited. It's almost like watching a teenage girl that's fawning over a man, you know? And it's just like, oh my goodness, this is going over the deep end. So yeah, and you know, we kind of think at some point we turn a corner with Sandy because after all the talking and after all the convincing and not to mention we you know one thing that really got me was Sandy bought her own ring he went and he picked out something on some website and she went and purchased it and she claims you know this is the ring that Peter got for me no that's the ring that you bought for yourself that is the ring that you purchased for yourself ladies please never purchase a ring for yourself. That is, that is super crazy. So if, if a guy wants you and he wants to be with you, he will purchase the ring. He will put it on your finger. He will do all of those things. You don't have to purchase a ring for yourself. So 
all of this and like I said we're thinking we turn a corner with Sandy because at this point now she says I'm not going to go I've decided I'm not going to go to Nigeria because at this point she was slated to go to Nigeria in two weeks um you know two weeks of taping this now the one thing is her facial expression still hasn't changed which lets me know she has not changed her mind she's just kind of saying what everyone wants to hear now the crazy thing is the episode goes off and you know how sometimes they have what happens afterwards and of course guys of course sandy goes to nigeria not only does she go to nigeria to meet peter she marries peter ah sandy 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 what what seems to be the problem like she really didn't get it but all i can say is i wish them well i hope that she doesn't get taken for a ride or you know he just wants to come here so that he can live in America and live what he believes is the American dream. But they are currently married, unfortunately. Um, and and I say unfortunate because, you know, you guys know I love love. But this was just too much. It was really, really too much. And you could see that she was being taken from the beginning. But yes, she went ahead and married him. <sighs> we'll see. Maybe this is going to be another episode. You know, the follow-up to Sandy and Peter. Who knows? But as always, guys, you know, just make sure that you're careful in what you do. And if a person loves you for you, they love you for you. You know, you don't have to pay for it. You don't have to do all the extras. There's no jumping through hoops. There's none of that. So, yeah. But as always, guys, be good to yourselves. Be good to each other and happy shopping. Hey everyone, it's Angelica from A Little Bit of Everything With Me podcast and you're listening to CQP Moments with the Coupon Queen pin. Don't forget to like and subscribe and rate her podcast.